Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show, road show after the book launch. By the way, um, listen, on a personal note, I know these road shows always look a little different, but, you know, ordinarily in the past it didn't make a difference. We were an audio-only podcast because I would just travel with the equipment that's right here in front of me, and I would you're outside of the camera create an audio file and send it over to Joe. Um, but I like video shows, even when the background is um, a hotel room in New York City, because I like to give you the visuals. So uh, forgive me for that. Uh, I could just send an audio file to YouTube, but I think it's important for the visuals and the videos and all that other stuff too, for the YouTube audience as well. Um, thank you. I mean it from the bottom of my heart, my new book, I have a copy here, Exonerated. Um, you all I'm listen, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm sorry. I'm at a loss for words here because, um, you're just the greatest audience in this business. And I, I don't mean that hyperbolically or like in some kind of butt kissy way. I mean it because it's true. You're just the best. You were so ferociously loyal to the show. Uh, Paul and I thought that if the book cracked the top 10 on Amazon, it would be a big success. Um, we were number two, which when we woke up this morning, after doing uh, some Life, Liberty, and Levin and the other stuff and watching it, um, uh, we were just, I, I can't even tell you. I'm just so overwhelmed by your support. And I love you guys and ladies to death. And uh, you mean the world to me. So I want to get emotional. Uh, but thank you very much. Uh, please, if you haven't ordered my book yet, check it out, Exonerated. Uh, we, I'm not sure if we get, by the time of this recording, if we'll be at number one on Amazon. But uh, there you go. Paula's got a nice little graphic there. So I appreciate that. All right. I've got a lot to get to today, including some updates on. And listen, I don't like beating stories to death, but this is important. Um, this whistleblower gate thing is turning into and morphing into a bunch of different things. I've got some new angles on this, some new information and a connection to uh, shockingly, again, the whole Spygate thing uh, that un well, the Federalist uncovered. That's amazing. I've got a Candace Owens video. That's terrific. Um, I've got another video of NBC, MSNBC owning themselves and taking the complete opposite positions as if they haven't seen anything. So uh, don't go anywhere. All right. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at NetSuite. NetSuite, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, ladies and gentlemen. Know your business with NetSuite. The problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing your numbers is that they have a hodgepodge of business systems that, you know, they mix and match stuff and it doesn't work together. They have one system for accounting, another for sales, another for inventory and so on and so on. It's a big inefficient mess, takes up time, resources, who needs that? Go to NetSuite. NetSuite will take care of you. Introducing NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business. We use NetSuite My House and we love it. Ladies and gentlemen, super easy to use, very user-friendly. Believe me, if I can figure it out, you can figure it out. It's an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow your business, grow your numbers with NetSuite. You save time, money, unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, accounting, orders, and HR instantly from your desktop or phone. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one, not number two, number one cloud business system. We love NetSuite. And right now, NetSuite's offering you valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits. It's pretty cool. At NetSuite.com slash Bongino. That's NetSuite.com slash Bongino to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits. NetSuite.com slash Bongino. Thank you, NetSuite, for joining us on the phone. All right, let's get to it because producer Joe is listening on remote. I have to do the Joe Bell Ding, 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 like Apollo does it at the end of Rocky Three. He does two dings, ding, ding, with the mouthpiece, and I remember that. Uh, first, just quickly on the book, uh, for those of you who caught Life, Liberty, and Levin on Monday, on, excuse me, on Sunday night, um, it was a gangbuster show. 
And I revealed something many of you all-time listeners already know, but that's in the book um, that I've talked about before, but the book lays out in intricate detail that I don't believe a lot of people are talking about outside of a couple of reporters. Folks, they had done this before, this attack on, on Donald Trump to attach him to Russians and implicate him in a Russian collusion scandal. I want to be clear on this. It had been done before. They tried this with John McCain's campaign. Now, hat tip my buddy 279, uh, who I, I acknowledge in my book, who was always a great source for me of information. We have to remember the implication that John McCain was colluding with the Russians, too. In the 2007 presidential campaign against Barack Obama, there are two t- key takeaways here. Number one. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to think about this. Who was running in that 2007 campaign? Now you're saying, oh, Barack Obama, he lost. Ah, Not up until the end. At the end, it was Barack Obama who won the Democrat nomination for president and subsequently the presidency, where we already know that, right? Point stipulated. Hillary Clinton was involved in that race up until the end and thought she was going to win. Do you think it's a coincidence that the same charges of Russian collusion leveled against John McCain with the exact same players in the movie script, the 2007 Glenn Simpson article, appeared against John McCain when Hillary's team was around? They just rehashed this same thing. I go after this extensively in the book. It's really important. Now, I'm going to move on quick, but I just want to hammer one more point. The difference here and what uh, one of my sources reminded me of to bring out, and it's also in the book, is the McCain team was warned. There was a defensive briefing given to John McCain's campaign after they had associated with some people that they thought were Russians that could give them a problem. They were given a defensive briefing saying, hey, listen, you may want to get away with these, get away from these guys. These guys could be big trouble. Ladies and gentlemen, that same defensive briefing, by the way, was never given, was never given to the Trump team ever. Why? Because they wanted to set up the Trump team. It was different. When you read the book and you read the chronology of events, I lay it out like a spy story. You're going to see that they were clearly from the start looking for these Russians to make contact with the Trump team in an effort to entrap them. They had tried this before. Glenn Simpson wrote this story in a 2007 Wall Street Journal article, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. How lobbyists help ex-Soviets woo Washington. He already wrote this. That's him and his wife. It is. It reads almost exactly like the dossier. They tried it against McCain. They tried it against Trump. It was a movie script. They just inserted new actors in. All right, I got so much of stuff to get to today, so it's going to be a stack show. I know everybody loves that word, stack. Which, of course, Dan Bongino show, inside humor for you loyal fans. All right, let's get to number two. So back to whistleblower gate. Um, which is a big scam. There's no whistleblower. There is just another basically government swamp rat, deep state insider that hates Donald Trump and is leaking information out about him to a compliant, uh, sycophantic, uh, you know, boot licking, butt kissing media that's eager to take this president down. Now, I, you know, I don't have any problems with this guy. I like this guy, Jim Garrity at National Review. Really, I'm not doing this to be a jerk, but I think he tweeted. I'm going to show you his tweet in a second. He sent out a tweet which was. Um, confusing let's just say it best again i'm not taking a pot shot at him i like jim he's actually a nice guy but i think he's a little confused here um he sent out this tweet i wanted to put up for you to check out because it's um strange talking about using foreign governments to investigate people so here's a tweet by jim garrett talking about whistleblower gate remember where trump allegedly was on the phone with ukrainians and asked them to investigate uh joe biden and the and the hunter biden scandal over there so garrett's tweet reads this way if the public decides that Trump pushing Ukraine to investigate the Bidens is fine and dandy, some future Democratic president will urge another country's government to investigate his potential GOP rivals? Um, 
What? <laughs> Just, I'm, again, I like Jim. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but that already happened. It is absolutely crystal clear to anybody who's followed the whole Spygate drama that the Obama administration and the DNC were getting information from foreign governments through their subordinate officers. The FBI was getting information from Steele, who openly claimed credit to getting information from Russian sources. I, I, I'm, again, I'm not knocking. Maybe Jim is talking about something else. But I just want to show you out there how the, the, the there is a sense in the media and even in the conservative space where they're not, where I think they're not giving Trump the benefit of the doubt here that, no, it's not acceptable. But that's not what happened here. The difference is Trump is not asking them to investigate. The investigation's already happened. He's asking them to disclose the information about a potential president um, in, in, in the future in Joe Biden that's potentially devastating stuff because what happened could be potentially criminal. That's different than going to the Russians and asking them to gin up a fake dossier. I don't, I mean, he, he, this already happened. All right, enough about that, though. I want to go to this, this, uh, this is from the Trump War Room, so hat tip to them. They have some good stuff on Twitter, and I encourage you to follow them. I want to play this quick video. This is MSNBC. What is it, Ari Velshi? Or I don't even know his name. But he's on MSNBC, amazingly. Again, uh, this is a total conspiracy theory, like nut channel now that, that just does insane stuff. But here's uh, MSNBC owning themselves, suggesting that Trump has no evidence of Biden trying to interfere in a foreign government's matters when the video is already out there for everyone to see. Check this out. President Trump has repeatedly suggested without evidence that Joe Biden used his VP position to pressure Ukraine to fire the country's top prosecutor, Victor Shokin. All right, who's Victor Shokin? I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> you got fired. Sorry, it's looking at Paul over there. He's going to give me like the bat signal to, to go. <laughs> you love road shows. What, you saw the clip, right? I, you, you can hear what's going on there. What are they talking about? Biden is on tape with talking about with a quid pro quo. Quid pro quo, something for something. Suggesting on a tape, we've all seen, no one denies the authenticity of it. It's clearly Biden at the Council of Foreign Relations suggesting that the prosecutor investigating his son, Hunter, for his involvement with this natural gas company, Burisma, in Ukraine, under a deal that was shady at best and a potential pay-for-play operation, that investigation, the guy who was investigating it, Biden's on tape suggesting they're not getting money unless he shuts that investigation down and is fired, or unless he's fired. It's what that tape says, to be precise, unlike MSNBC. Folks, that's what they're accusing Trump of. You understand how crazy this is? They're accusing Trump of something Biden is on tape actually doing. And yet Velshi or Melshi, whatever his name is, is it, do you have that Paul? Is it Melshi or does it say on that? Velshi Melshi is on tape. I don't know his name. Sorry, I'm not trying to be a jerk. He's trying to, he's trying to insinuate that Donald Trump has, uh, has no evidence that Biden did this. And he's making a charge that Trump is trying to influence Ukrainian politics. Do you understand like the bat guano crazy world we live in right now? Biden is on tape with an actual an actual quid pro quo, demanding a prosecutor investigating his kid be fired in, ex in exchange for USAID. While the Democrats are alleging Trump wants that, in fact, investigated the potential, potential of a crime overseas with Biden. 
And they're saying Trump did the same thing, although they don't have any evidence, but they're saying Trump doesn't have any evidence. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, we live in bizarro Superman land. By the way, this hotel room is a little hot. The air conditioner was loud, so we had to shut it down a little bit. Get a little steamy, right? Even for you. <laughs> Even Paula. Paula is always, always cold. Always, no matter what. I put the AC on 73. I, I put it on 68 at night because I'm dying. You put it on 73, she's dying. She She's always, always, always cold, freezing. All right, um, I want to get to more on this because I've got some more devastating information to show you how far how crazy the left has gone. Listen, we've got a few sponsors. Here. We got a special sponsor at the end too, the first time. I think you're going to like a lot. Fits into a prior thing we did with the show. So stay tuned, don't go anywhere. Hey, today's show also brought to you by Law Shield. Hey, are you carrying? Don't carry your firearm naked. I don't mean without clothes. Of course, you're not going to carry it without clothes on. I mean naked without protection. U.S. Law Shield. I use them. You use them. Sign up for 12 months now. Get two months free. Hey, you've heard me talking about my membership before at U.S. Law Shield. It matters. They're the company I trust. They have my back when I need them. I love the U.S. Law Shield. I wouldn't carry without them. They have 400,000 members, myself included, who rely on U.S. Law Shield to provide us with 24-7, 365 access to strong pro-Second Amendment uh, attorneys who will fight tenaciously to defend our freedom, you, me, and all the members, their finances and your future in a courtroom if you're ever forced, God forbid, to pull the trigger in self-defense. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in a self-defense scenario and you're, God forbid, you're forced to use your firearm, you do not want to be left out there naked without the protections of U.S. Law Shield. I can't recommend them highly enough. The current political climate, the way it is, this is not a fight I'd want to have on my own without those legal protections, which is exactly why it's, uh, that's why I joined, why you should join too. So if you go to uslawshield.com slash Dan right now and activate your annual US Law Shield membership, they'll throw in two additional months of membership absolutely free. Don't leave your future to chance any longer. Join me and 400,000 other members of your fellow gun owners. Go to uslawshield.com slash Dan, uslawshield.com slash Dan right now to activate the powerful protections of your U.S. Law Shield membership. Get two months right now. Get three to uh, get. Excuse me. Get two free months of membership in the process. Again, that's uslawshield.com/slash Dan. Go check it out. You won't regret it. All right. Um, moving on. So Politico, Politico, otherwise known as Bullshitico. Um, you can fill in the middle on that. Politico of all places in in 2017 covered this Ukrainian scandal with Biden. Again, we know Biden's on tape. I don't want to keep hammering this, ladies and gentlemen, but we keep hearing about how Trump engaged in this alleged quid pro quo when Biden's on tape actually doing it. That's the scandal. We need to focus every bit of our energies on Biden because that's the real scandal. Trump can talk however he wants with as long as he doesn't, uh, you know, uh, uh, promise anything with the United States in violation of U.S. law. He can conduct foreign policy. how he sees fit. He's the president of the United States. Joe Biden right now is not, obviously, and we hope he's, he isn't going to be either. Here's a Politico 2017 piece showing you how bad this Ukrainian scandal really is. This is by Kenneth Vogel and David Stern, uh, January 11, 2017. Politico, Ukrainian, I'm, just ladies and gentlemen, just listen to the headline. Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. Kiev officials are scrambling to make amends with the president-elect, talking about Trump, after quietly working to boost Clinton. Folks, I didn't manipulate that. Apollo, did you mess with that? No, right? That's the headline? Thank you. She's shaking her head no. That's the headline. This has already been reported on by Politico, a left-leaning group of activists who have already acknowledged that Ukrainians tried to help Hillary Clinton get elected. This is about, This is outside of, this is in the book, by the way, Exonerated. I, I hate to keep plugging it, but I put a lot of work into it. I appreciate you guys helping me out um, and ladies out there. 
they already, there are two separate Ukrainian scandals involving the Democrats, okay? And I was telling a bunch of people this today. Don't get, the Biden one we already know, very simple. Biden, fire the guy investigating my son or you're not getting the money. You've heard that now. I've played it now a few times on the show. There's another scandal. Ladies and gentlemen, the one in this political piece is critical. The Ukrainians, key Ukrainian political figures, we now know this from the record, were giving information to DNC, this former DNC official, Alexandra Chalupa, who was sharing it with Michael Isikoff and some uh, reporters about Paul Manafort in an effort to impact and destroy the Trump campaign. We know that. It's detailed out in the book. Chalupa left the DNC to work on this anti-Paul Manafort uh, operation with Ukrainians who who gave, uh, by the way, these Ukrainians who gave the United States government fake information about a, a black ledger, a series of payments to Paul Manafort that nobody can verify the authenticity of. These alleged cash payments. This is important stuff. That is a huge, enormous scandal with the Ukrainians. We know that. Trump needs to keep the heat on them. Now, from the Politico piece, Folks, this is them report. This is not me. Again, I didn't write this article. A left-leaning outlet wrote this in 2017. Quote, Ukrainian government officials tried to help Hillary Clinton and undermine Trump by publicly questioning his fitness for office. They also disseminated documents implicating a top Trump aide in corruption and suggested they were investigating the matter only to back away after the election. And they, listen to this, listen. And they helped Clinton's allies research damaging information on Trump and his advisors. A Politico investigation found. Folks, what does that sound like to you? It sounds to me like collusion. Again, when your friends keep bringing up this collusion with Ukrainians and Trump, it's already been reported by Politico that the Democrats did this. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll crack through one day. All right, one more final angle on this. So just to set up where we've been. We know about the Biden scandal now. We know Biden is on tape with a quid pro quo. They're alleging Trump did a quid pro quo. Remember that quote Tucker Carlson, the virtue is the sin, right? They're virtue signaling, but they're doing, they're accusing Trump of the exact same thing they did. The second takeaway from this, the Ukrainians unquestionably helped Hillary Clinton try to get elected, colluded with the Clinton team. There's no doubt about that. There's no dispute amongst rational people, okay? We need to look into this. We need answers. And it's time to double I'm going to say something. I don't want to say try to keep it family friendly. Trying to double down, cut the crap with this, giving these people a break all the time. Now, from the Federalist, another piece up at the show notes today, definitely worth your time. Uh, Sean Davis piece at the Federalist. This is worth your time here. Okay. Te- uh, this is uh, Sean Davis, Federalist. Like Russian collusion, Ukraine hysteria is pure projection by the media and the Democrats. Now, there's an interesting takeaway in this Federalist, Federalist piece. I told you in the beginning of the show that uh, there's, of course, there's always a connection and an angle to Spygate every single time because these people were devious. They all know each other. These law communities, these insiders, these swamp rats, it's all one big symbiote. That's what they do. They all feed off each other in a, in a symbiotic, uh, I mean, I could argue parasitic kind of way, but they love it. They all know each other. So remember, there was a law firm, Fusion GPS, that was hired, but there's a law firm outside... Uh, Excuse me, it was a law firm that hired Fusion GPS. Let me be precise. What's interesting is there appears to be a law firm at the center of all this. Let's go to the piece by Sean Davis. He explains it pretty well in uh, in The Federalist. Again, this is up in the show notes. Please check it out, Bongino.com. To answer all of those questions, the answer is a resounding yes. Despite being kicked, he's talking about Hunter Biden here. Despite being kicked out of the Navy for cocaine abuse and having no demonstrable business acumen, 
Hunter Biden, nonetheless, in 2014, landed a $50,000 per month gig on the board of Burisma, a Ukrainian oil and gas concern. Coincidentally, the law firm that helped arrange the sinecure, Bo Schiller, previously hired Oh, Fusion GPS. Isn't that cute? The shady opposition research firm retained by the Clinton campaign, the Democratic National Committee, to concoct the Russian collusion hoax to run interference for Theranos, also the infamous fake blood testing company whose founder was charged with wire fraud. Isn't that fascinating how Bo Schiller was involved in all of this? Ladies and gentlemen, they all know each other. Again, it's one big circle where they're all patting each other on the back and doing other stuff. These, these maniacs, they are all involved with each other. They all know each other. This is what they, they it's, it's a one big cabal of idiots. They don't even cover their tracks well. Good piece. Definitely, definitely worth your time. All right, uh, what else we got coming up next? Okay, Sheila Jackson Lee, that's next. I'll get to that famous, uh, I'm, I'm using the word famous very loosely. Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee um, talking about guns. There's a point to this, though, not just to mock. Um, there's a strategic point to it, I promise you. Get to that. I've got reverse identity politics, too, an amazing Trump appearance. Um, let me just knock these out. I'm sorry, because it's important. These companies want to be here, and I really appreciate them sponsoring the show. They want to talk to you. I've got a special one at the end, too. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Chamonix, Chamonix. Only one week left for the summer inventory clearance sale from Chamonix. Right now, when you order GenuCell, their jawline treatment, we use it at my house. My mother-in-law loves it. You will get the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness free, gratis. That's right, free today. Here's the famous Beverly from Huntsville, Alabama, raving about the results she saw with GenuCell. OMG, love this product, saw a difference almost immediately, and I'd recommend it to everyone if they have a problem with their jawline. All GenuCell products are amazing. They are. Time to stock up on the best skincare or try the luxury and effectiveness of GenuCell, the best prices of the year. Nice. Results guaranteed or 100% of your money back. No questions asked. And to start seeing results in 12 hours or less, GenuCell immediate effects is also free. Order now and the legendary legendary collagen builder is also free. Go to GenuCell.com and enter Dan30 at checkout. That's three, not one, three free gifts with your order. Only one week left, so order now. Go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L. Use Dan30 at checkout. All right, um, this is a good one. Paul, how do you rank this on a on a one to 10 scale of, uh, of, of, uh, dopiness would this be like a this is like about an 8.5 wouldn't you say is that about right this is like the Dave Portnoy barstool when he does the pizza things um you don't want to go too high right away this is about an 8.5 maybe an 8 maybe maybe I'm getting a little high Sheila here's a video of Sheila Jackson Lee uh talking about her, her problem with the AR-15 platform and I want you to pay particularly close attention when she talks about um the weight of the firearm the AR-15 rifle apparently she's handled one recently um, okay, sure. And uh, she talks about the caliber of the rounds and how big and scary and dangerous they are. Check this out. This is great. Uh, my bill that I've introduced dealing with, with the caliber weapon, I've held an AR-15 in my hand. I wish I had it. It is as heavy as 10 boxes that you might be moving. Uh, and the bullet that is utilized, a 50 caliber, these kinds of bullets uh, need to be licensed and do not need to be on the street. Hat tip, by the way, Jim Hansen and Jason Howard, and I found that on their, their Twitter feeds. I go through Twitter sometimes. Uh, <laughs> sometimes some of the best content is out there on Twitter. If you just click like videos, you can see some of the greatest stuff ever. Folks, 
Sheila Jackson Lee obviously has no idea what she's talking about. An AR-15 doesn't weigh the equivalent of 10 boxes. I don't know what AR-15 she's dealing with. Um, is it made out of gold? Have, have any of you ever handled gold? No, I mean real gold. I, I had a friend, a Secret Service agent, a friend of mine, and his dad used to be a security representative for the Federal Reserve. And they took us down to the Federal Reserve one day. This is a true story. And they make you wear like these magnesium shoes or something because gold is so dense, kind of like lead. Um, I believe it's even denser. I could be wrong. I, uh, I checked the periodic table on that. But gold is so dense that your brain has a hard time processing how heavy that that piece of mass is. I'm serious. It's like, it's it's heavy. It's so dense that when you see it like this, you go, oh, that weighs five, six pounds. No, it weighs like 20 pounds. And people drop it and they crush their toes. So you have to wear these like booties so you don't crush your toes with gold. That's a true story. I'm not making it up. Man. If you've ever been to Federal Reserve, you've probably seen it. You know, they make you put the booties on. Sheila Jackson Lee apparently thinks AR-15s are made of lead or gold or whatever. I don't know what she thinks they're made of, uh, but 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 I don't know what AR-15 she's handling that has the weighs the equivalent of ten moving boxes. I mean, this is utter, complete, ridiculous insanity. Um, notice the caliber she said to. An AR-15 handles two, two, three, and five, five, six. Um, some, not all. Uh, you can you can rotate back and forth on most rifles, right? Um, they do not. An AR-15 does not handle fifty caliber rounds. There's not an. I don't know what she's talking about. Um, here's the thing, though, folks. We laugh at this and we mock this stuff, um, and we should. And I know a lot of us as as uh, as moral and ethical people, you have a hard time mocking people. But folks, if you're going to go out and make a fool out of yourself by suggesting people's firearms should be confiscated or innocent people who've done nothing wrong should somehow be subjected to legal obstacles before they can protect themselves with a firearm and their families, like Sheila Jackson Lee, who proposes and supports all of this stuff. Don't you think it's, it's, it's just a simple ask to ask that you actually know what the heck you're talking about before you suggest that obstacles should be put in my way before I acquire that item? If you don't know anything about the item and you're obviously lying, it does not weigh what 10 boxes weigh. It doesn't shoot 50 caliber rounds. You just don't know what you're talking about. It is important for us to use this stuff and to highlight the pure, utter stupidity of it to show you that we stand on principle, knowledge, and facts while the left just makes this stuff up. They have no knowledge base to work on whatsoever about what they even want to ban. A 50 caliber round is immensely larger than a 223 or a 556 round. She just doesn't know what she's talking about. Again, I don't like to waste your time with silliness. I just like to highlight for others who are watching this show how this debate is is fielded one side, conservatives who understand the Constitution and the need for big R God-given rights and the real right to self-protection, and, and people on the other side who have no idea what they're talking about. Speaking of which, have you seen this? This is absolutely classic. This is one of the best videos I've seen in a long time. Now, disclosure, not to name drop. I don't do name dropping. I don't care. For those of you who know me, I just don't care. But I know Candace Owens. She's very nice. Candace and I go back to when she had the Red Pill Black uh, Twitter feed, and it was terrific. She used to do these videos that were just amazing. Well, Candace takes exactly zero from people. Um, she does. And I, I love that about Candace because I feel the same way. And I, after, you know, having said that, some people don't like Candace or don't like me for that, too, because they think we should constantly sit back and take a bunch of guff from people because, you know, good conservatives, we should sit back and take it. That's what we do. Uh, now, I'm not interested in that. I'm, not, I'm interested in the fight. I'm interested in taking it to these people big time every single day and making them out to be the fools that they really are. You want to attack us? Game on. New rules. We win. You lose. End of story. Full stop, period. Here's Candace Owens up on Capitol Hill in a hearing about white supremacy. A PhD, 
uh, who's up there testifying, who clearly hates Candace Owens. Candace makes a comment about something being hilarious that they're trying to impugn her integrity. She's not talking about white supremacy or terrorism being hilarious. The woman, the PhD who's trying to attack her up at this Capitol Hill hearing makes big, big, makes a huge mistake going after Candace, attacking her here. Watch Candace. This, by the way, hat tip PragerU at PragerU on Twitter. They're awesome. They put this little thing together here. This is Candace. You'll hear the PhD first, and then you'll see Candace at the end. It's about, bear with me, it's about a little more than a minute or so. Candace just lighting this woman on fire. This is how you own the libs. Check this out. I just have to say that I object strenuously to your use of the word hilarious. Um, to me, this feels a lot like your reaction to being named in one of these manifestos. Now, you're, of course, not responsible for the words of somebody writing that document. But I do think that laughing at it is a real problem because these are real families that are impacted by this violence. And I think our efforts towards talking about this have to start from a place of mutual respect, mutual respect, mutual respect. Mutual respect. You just tried to do live what the media does all the time to Republicans, to our president, and to conservatives, which you tried to manipulate what I said to fit your narrative. And the audacity of you to bring up the Christchurch shooting manifesto and make it seem as if I laughed at people that were slaughtered by a homicidal maniac is, in my opinion, absolutely despicable. And I think that we should be above that. To try to assign reality or any meaning to a homicidal maniac writing a manifesto, which, by the way, let the record show, also stated Spyro the Dragon, the child's cartoon, as a source of inspiration. He also cited Nelson Mandela as a source of information. I don't think, I don't think that Nelson Mandela has inspired mosque shootings. You can correct me if you think I'm wrong. You, are, you would rather assign meaning to a homicidal maniac than to actually address that I said to, the things that I said today that are actually harming black America. Number one, father absence. Number two, the education system and the illiteracy rate. Illegal immigration ranks high, abortion ranks high, white supremacy and white nationalism, if I had to make a list again of 100 things, would not be on it. This hearing, in my opinion, is a farce. And it is ironic that you're sitting here and you're having three Caucasian people testify and tell you what their expertise are. Do I know what my expertise are? Black in America. I've been black in America my whole life, all 30 years. And I can tell you that you guys have done the exact same thing every four years ahead of an election cycle, and it needs to stop. Folks. Folks, this is how it's done. Oh, oh I love the glasses at the end, by the way. I, if I was home, I put my own glasses on, my own own the lips glasses. Folks, this is how it's done. You know, as I've said repeatedly, there is a... I, I, <sighs> Let me be careful here because I want to, I want to, what, what are you laughing at? Yeah, I know I'm on the screen. Oh, you got the on the lips thing. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I didn't know you had that at a road show. I want to be careful how I phrase this. Listen, I, I, I'm a sinner. I get it. I, and I say, I get a lot of emails. Stop saying you're a sinner. Christ save. I know he saves all, but I am, I'm a sinner. I try my best. Uh, but you know, I feel like I was, uh, my religion matters to me. I'm not preaching to you. You all do your own thing. That's fine. You're freedom of religion in this country, and I love that. And it's, we should do the right thing, and we should be morally and ethically upstanding individuals all the time. The problem is morals and ethics. Ethics is a gray area. When you're on a battlefield, I use this analogy of battlefield morality all the time. Things that may have mattered in more peaceful 
a, you know, a, a, a non end of times Manichaean terms don't necessarily matter in trench warfare. When you're sitting there next to a guy in battle and he's, you know, whatever, he sends, you know, nasty tweets to his girlfriend on the weekends, that may bother you when you're at home and he's your friend. You're like, don't send that. That's gross. You know what? When he's sending hot lead downrange, if he's a good soldier, all of a sudden you're like, all right, I need this guy with me. I brought this up about Trump often. I think this is where the left and the anti-Trump brigade misinterprets where we are right now and why people like Candace Owens are necessary. People like, I think, my show too, and I don't mean to put us in the same box, but because I get it, sometimes I get negative feedback from, you know, old school bow tie wearing Republicans who are like, Dan, you know, you're a little aggressive on the air. Maybe if you took a little bit of a calmer, cooler approach, I'm not interested, ladies and gentlemen. The other side is looking to crush us politically right now. They are looking to impugn people's character, destroy their lives. Look what they're doing to Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh's a choir boy. The guy's a Boy Scout. The guy's been a, nothing but a decent, good man his entire life. And they not only want to, they don't only want to hurt him, they want to destroy him. They want to wreck him. They want to make sure he can never work, that he's humiliated for the rest of his life. That requires us to fight back. That requires us to fight back on Twitter. That requires us to fight back on Facebook that requires us to go out there and make these videos and do these things and not to take any crap or any guff from these leftists who want to mess around with us. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time. And when I say fight back, by the way, I hope you understand. I'm talking about rhetorically. The violence stuff is for the left. That's their thing. The Antifa crowd, the anti-First Amendment group, that's their thing. But I'm talking about rhetorically, this whole idea, you know, I get nice feedback from you about Fox appearances with Chris Hahn and Geraldo. I'm not taking any crap anymore. I'm sorry. You say something stupid on the air. I'm going to call you out about it. End of story. I'm not going to sit there and try to smoke the peace pipe with you because I'm not interested. People like Candace Owens are necessary. When this stuff happens, that is the way you fight back. You don't sit there and try to play patty cake with these people. That lady tried to attach her to a white supremacist label. And you see what Candace Owens said? She was trying to attach her to this manifesto, this killer wrote where Candace Owens' name came up. So did, what did she say? The dragon guy? She's like, Candace is like, he also mentioned like a dragon cartoon. Clearly the guy was psychotic. They will not give you a pass, folks. This is a different time. We need to fight back. If you subscribe to the old Republican bow tie wearing, oh, we need to engage in civil discourse nonsense. Yeah, there's a time for that. When the left wants to be civil, I am more than happy to go there. I welcome it. I, I cannot wait for the day when we can start to engage in a civil conversation again. That day isn't now. And I don't know who told you otherwise, but they lied to you because it's not true. That day is not today. These people want to do serious damage to our political prospects, our country, and our constitutional republic. They have spied on the president. They have bankrupted our country. They have gone after innocent people. They have targeted conservative groups. These are not rational people anymore. Anyone telling you otherwise is lying to you. Fight back. Rhetorically. The right way. All right. Um, final sponsor today. Uh, this is important. You know, I've quite often I've I've said to you that it's important on campaigns that you let these campaigns find you. You know, I, I I'm not going to tell you what to do. You vote, do whatever you want. Uh, if, you know, Democrats, Republicans, do your own thing. This show's for everyone. We just do facts here, right? You do what you want with it. 
Having said that, it's important to give your information to campaigns if you want to vote because or else they have to pay to get it. And if you're interested in getting the president reelected, it matters. So we have a new sponsor today. I'm going to read this. It's important here. Every day, President Trump is facing unprecedented obstruction and harassment from the liberal mob. Don't you know it? And their fake news allies. He's been exonerated twice and they'll still and they're still calling for his impeachment because they, they know Congress is their last and only hope. He needs your support now more than ever. Text Dan, D-A-N. Dan, folks, make it easy for them to find you, please, or else they have to pay to find you. It's going to cost them a fortune. Text Dan to 88022. That's text Dan, my name, D-A-N. Text it to 88022 and receive official Trump alerts directly to your phone. You'll gain exclusive 2020 updates directly from President Trump himself. You'll be the first to know when new Trump merchandise is available, and you'll even be able to give you an update on key issues to help shape the 2020 campaign. Again, all you have to do is text Dan to 88022, uh, Dan to 88022. While Democrats and the fake news media have spent the last two years focused on bogus witch hunts, President Trump has been working around the clock to make America great again. Make sure you're getting news directly from the source by texting Dan to 88022, Dan to 88022. This was paid for by the Trump Make America Great Again Committee, a joint fundraising committee directly authorized by and composed of Donald J. Trump for President Inc. and the Republican National Committee that is dedicated to making America great again. Happy, happy, ecstatic to have you guys on board. All right. I got two more stories. Don't go anywhere. This one's pretty cool. This is about one of the biggest dipsy do flipperoos I've ever seen. It was such a great idea. I read about this in the Wall Street Journal about how to beat hackers that I'm thinking, I'm hoping the Trump campaign is listening. You guys and ladies should be doing this too. This is a cool story, right? When I said it to you. About this. So put up this story, the Wall Street Journal here. I read this and I thought, even if it's quick, I just want to tell you about what happened. Especially if you own a company, this may not be a bad idea for you to do too. How do we keep hackers out, right? This is the big thing. Title of the article is French Dummies Foil Russian Hackers. Deceptive Tactics Can Counter Online Criminals by Brian Finch, September 22nd, 2019. So the big question's been ever since, you know, Spygate, the hacking of the emails, all this stuff. How do we keep the hackers out? Folks, you can't keep the hackers out, all right? Good hackers are going to get in eventually. They get in everywhere. They hack the government accountability office. My records or the OPM records, my secret service records were out there. I got an email from the Office of Personnel Management. Hey, buddy, by the way, all your stuff, the Chinese have it. Great. <laughs> okay, thank you. So what if you don't try to keep them out? What if you let them in? So what did the French do? I had just heard this by reading this piece. The Macron campaign, Emmanuel Macron, when they were running, uh, what they did was they created a separate set of email addresses, uh, fake documents about his campaign, and I guess they lodged it on their server, a server assuming they would eventually be hacked. They probably labeled it something like, hackers, come look here. This is sensitive stuff. I mean, I'm joking, but something that would um, incentivize a hacker to open that file and try to steal it. Well, what was the problem? Not for the Macron campaign, but for the hackers. It wasn't real. It was all BS. It was all artificial fake news stuff they just made up. So when the hackers got in and broadcast the stuff, the Macron campaign puts out, hey guys, um, good luck. Nice job in getting in there. But unfortunately, that stuff's all fake. Now, I say that because if you're running for office, you're one of these Congress uh, representatives, state senators, whatever, the U.S. Senate you're running, I've run a few times myself. It may not be a bad idea for you to do something like that yourself. And there's a twofold benefit to this. Think about it. And it's in the piece, by the way, if you choose to read it at the Wall Street Journal. The twofold, the takeaway was this. 
Number one, it makes the hackers look like idiots because the documents are obviously false. You know, they, they they put up a bunch of fake documents that were so ridiculous that when the hackers who were so proud of themselves, these Russian hackers outed them, they look like fools themselves because they were publishing essentially fake manifestos about like Mickey Mouse. And all of a sudden the people are reading it are like, well, what a bunch of dopes. Like they didn't know this stuff was fake. So that's benefit number one. You make the hackers look like fools. Uh, but secondly, the secondary benefit of this is that if they get your real stuff, Nobody knows what's real or what's fake, so everybody just discounts what the hackers put out there anyway. And I thought to myself, this is this is one of those Guinness books. Brilliant. Brilliant. We need Joe for the sound drop on this one. That's brilliant. The greatest idea ever. You hear that, by the way? You hear that sound? Um, we were up in New York and the UN's going on. This goes on all night. The cops, I remember I used to do this for a living. This is what you get the police sirens all night. How bad did you sleep last night, Paula? It was bad, right? Oh my gosh, folks! I this, between like I can't even go into it. They, I love this hotel, the greatest, but the, we're in the middle of Times Square, and it is just loud. All right, uh, last one. So, did you see this uh, Prime Minister Modi in India? The uh, they had a it was a couple of days ago. Forgive me for not getting to it right away, but you know the shows have been pretty loaded. It's been a shockingly busy news week with Whistleblower Gate and everything else going on. It's really important. So the prime minister of India, Modi, uh, he was out in Texas for this joint Indian-American kind of coalition event they do. Um, it's an important event. And ladies and gentlemen, I just want to play the end. I don't want to play a lot, but I've got to tell you, I watched it on the plane. You watched it too, right? You loved it? You, it was great, wasn't it? The prime minister of India gave one of the most rousing speeches about President Trump I've heard in a long time. Um, I mean it. I mean... Uh, I hate, I've heard a lot of these. Again, I haven't done this in a prior line of work where we protect foreign heads of state. I was actually shocked at how effusive his praise of President Trump was. And he said at the end, this powerful line, Modi, about introducing you to my family, and it was 50,000 Indian Americans in Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an important voting block of American patriots, our Indian American friends. There are 4.4 million Indian Americans in the United States. We are not and have never been and I refuse to participate in any conversation about people being anti-immigrant. We're not anti-immigrant. We're anti-illegal immigration. You want to come to the United States, be a, a, a patriotic American citizen who produces value for this country and your family, you will always be welcome here. That has never been our party. Don't give us that crap. The Democrats are the party of open borders who don't care about any of that stuff. That's not us. Our Indian American friends have always, always added value to the United States and value to this country. It's 4.4 million. I want you at the end of this, I'm going to play about 30 seconds of the end as Modi, the Prime Minister of India, is introducing Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, the applause at the end of these 50, this is not a partisan event, but it's not a Trump rally. This was a bipartisan event. The applause at the end, it doesn't come through as much in the clip, but I assure you, Evan, this was deafening. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you my friend, a friend of India. A great American president, Mr. Donald Trump. Folks, this is important. This is important stuff. This is not this is not a small thing that happened there. This was 50,000 Indian Americans in a nonpartisan, bi or I should say bipartisan event. There were Republicans and Democrats there hearing from a foreign leader the importance of doing business with a president like Donald Trump. 
This is huge. You have to build coalitions to win. You have to cobble together a coalition of people to win an election. Right now, we have to just be candid and honest about where we stand, right? Donald Trump performs very well amongst middle-class, working-class white voters. I don't like categorizing people, but that's a leftist thing. Unfortunately, the rest of the world does it. And because the rest of the world, the liberals and everyone, talk about people like that and silo them like that, and we've covered that. The reason they do that is for a very simple reason. The left wants you categorized in a box they choose, black Americans, white Americans, Hispanic Americans, Indian Americans, for one reason and one reason only. They don't like the idea of a collective American spirit because everybody thinks in terms of values and God-given rights, and they don't want that. They want to sick people against each other, black versus white, Hispanic versus black, because what do they do? The Democrats then come in and fill that void left by the pain of the scar of, of sicking people against each other in one country. And the Democrats say to this group, wherever it may be, if it's black versus white, look, we're going to protect you when they come for you and your education and your money and Donald Trump uh, comes for your rights. You hear this all, they're taking our rights away. And the Democrats do this all the time. They pretend to be the savior for people. Um, It's nonsense. We shouldn't be doing any of that. We shouldn't be di- dividing and carving up America. These are these are brothers. These are sisters of ours. They, these are American patriots in this country. Give them rousing round of applause to Donald Trump. You have to cobble together a coalition. If we can break down these these racial and nonsensical lines the Democrats have set up between us and these individual silos of people they sick against each other, and we can get pe- people to think in terms of, 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 of values and not in terms of the melanin content of your skin, what country you were born in or what religion, what religion you practice, and we can get them to think about the things that really matter. School choice, education policy for kids, healthcare, healthcare options, patient-controlled healthcare, uh, the, any, oh, the taxes, economic growth, low taxes, pro-business environment. If we can get people to think about those kind the things Modi, the prime minister, and Trump were talking. And, and, you know, listen, Modi's not perfect. Modi's got some issues, too. But he did a fantastic job, and he deserves a round of applause. If we can get people to think in terms of collective values, this is the one time collectivism works when it comes to values. If we all believe in prosperity, economic growth, educational opportunity for all, and we don't start thinking in terms of, well, what box do I fit in? Well, I happen to be Italian-American. Well, Italian-American, who supports us? Well, it's the Democrats. They support us against the Irish Americans that are coming to get. No one's coming to get you. This is all leftist conspiracy theory nonsense. You are always welcome here. The Republican Party will always welcome you here. Black Americans, Hispanic Americans, Indian Americans. This is the we care about your prosperity, about your kids, about your school choice, about your health care options, your business. That matters to us. That matters deeply. And I can't say this enough. Personally, I'm a conservative with some libertarian leanings. I don't care. Whatever box you want to put me, I'm not interested. I just, I know what I believe in. You matter to me on this show. I mean it. I don't care what religion you practice, what the color of your skin is, where you were born or anything. If you believe in big R God-given rights, if you believe this country should respect and value individual liberty, you are welcome here always, always. Former, I don't care if you've been in jail, you were a former fellow, you repented, you're, you are all welcome here. Everybody's welcome. That, the Republican Party is the one that does that, not the Democrats. And I just want to play that. I, I took a little note on my cheat sheet for the show today. I, I did a little note on the, uh, the, uh, the hotel stationery here. Let's do reverse identity politics. The Democrats' identity politics is what? putting people in these boxes and sicking them against one each other, against each other in this big national battle where we can just eat each other alive like cannibals. 
let's do reverse identity politics. In other words, let's not focus at all on what they tell us makes us different, but what makes us the same. And I don't, I'm not preaching to you. I'm just telling you there are specific values. That's not some kind of like Pollyannish nonsense. Individual liberty, healthcare liberty, school choice, educational values, economic growth. This is the kind of stuff that matters. And when Trump talks that language, he does a fantastic job. He does it like no one else. And I think he made a big, big, enormous dent in the Indian American community with that fantastic intro by Modi. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please, if you wouldn't mind, help drive us up to number one. There's my book, Exonerated. I put a ton of work into it again. You're going to read about the July 2017 Civil War, I call it, uh, where the Mueller team finds out about all the texts and doubles down. You're also going to read about the movie script, how they tried this before on John McCain, the reviews on the book, the early reviews. What would you say? Been pretty amazing, right? I'm not messing with you. They've been really, really, really good. One lady couldn't put it down, read it in one uh, one sitting. I'd really appreciate it. Go check it out. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Exonerated. And uh, please check us out at our remaining book signings we have left um, in Florida. And uh, we have one, I think, uh, what is it? Tonight, book review in Huntington. So we really appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot, folks. I appreciate it. I will see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.